0: This is a Rooster Teeth production.
1: You know, I've been thinking about The Born Identity. There's a game for The Born Identity, and I wonder if that sequence is in it. I don't remember. I haven't played it in a very long time, I but I, I wonder it's if they approached that.
2: I don't think that was yeah. a major sequence, really. <laughs> I couldn't that?
1: remember where it was in the movie.
2: But I, I agree.
1: It probably uh,
2: yeah. wasn't. But It'd be great if it was. Yeah, it would be really was... cool to... You know what would be fun is we could we could try to... Re- <laughs> we could get the game and try to recreate the moment. Or maybe if it, there's no multiplayer, we could do it like in GTA. Yeah, or like Call of Duty in a Warzone. Yeah, game. Call of Duty Warzone would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be way easier. Although I guess it would be more fun to do it in real life. That was a short... Ah that, that
1: throws me when you guys show up for pleasantries late? It throws me off how quickly Gavin gets here. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I'm feel sorry. like we even had pleasantries at all. I, know, I can't believe it like 2:59. Jeff was barely in. He was barely in. I, I mean, we all kind of they were at here at like four minutes before. I was
2: editing my notes for today, so i uh, I, had ah. to, I had to wrap that up.: oh, That's exciting. <laughs> well, you haven't seen my notes yet don't worry. Don't get no, that. but I, I love some Jeff Notes. I don't think I've ever been disappointed by Jeff Notes. I don't have a lot uh, I don't have a lot of shit to talk about that's like important or anything. Uh, just a few. <laughs> <small Importance. things. laughs> what do you think is the most important thing we talked
1: about on the show? Oh, uh... it might be last week. With Gavin in
2: the best man moment. I think that, I mean, that's a very important Well, moment, I like, will, I would like to say that since that heartfelt moment that I, I never intended to share on camera and then it just kind of happened, uh, Gavin and I have not spoken once. So, well, <laughs> well, that's, that was the point though. You
1: said that in the moment. We've texted. Oh, us. if you texted, that's, that's speaking. You're talking.
3: What yeah. do we text like, about? Uh, <laughs> The rocks, and when we're doing oh.
2: rocks, <laughs> that's true. We did. We we texted about schedule stuff. You're absolutely right. I feel
3: like I handled the best man uh, oh. request so poorly. No, <laughs> was so no. Poor it was. God.
1: <laughs> no. I think you handled it in the most endearing way.
3: I listened to it back, and I was like, "Wow, I don't sound grateful at all. I c- I couldn't be more oh, blessed to have that request. Honestly, yeah. it's like one of the best things I've ever been asked."
1: I think he came across as overwhelmed due to how touched you were by the moment. I completely disagree that you didn't, you oh, didn't okay. seem
2: sincere. I, I totally I agree as well. And there. you have to read between the... You're like jazz music. You have to listen to the notes Gavin doesn't. Play. <laughs> I've learned that over the years. It's it's your cool British demeanor, which I know flies in the face of everything I said about how every British person cries on traitors. Uh, <laughs> you're kind of like the opposite of that. But I, I, I felt the
3: sincerity. Oh, I'm glad. Well... Uh- I mean you're the you're the only person who I that's that's the most
2: important one, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh Eric's pissed off. Yeah, he is. He's already angry. <laughs> no,
0: I'm not mad. I'm no, thinking he's about pre-mad. getting mad, but I'm not he's mad. Thinking yet. Yeah, mad, yeah, yet. Yeah, mad yeah, he's yeah, thinking about getting mad. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. It's all good. Just do the in, just do the intro. It's all good. What number is this? What people 15, keep 15, saying I'm, I'm mad? Thing. It's, I'm thinking
1: weird. I'm mad. Yeah.
2: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the face podcast my name is <laughs> jeff ramsey and with me all as always andrew panton uh, way up there in vancouver island canada uh and uh, ha- hanging out in the and land well. of uh the, the land of the straight malls as they're called <laughs> and uh and then also <laughs> there's a bad uh, from a bad mall from, from, issue recently fa- well, we'll get into it in a second and then from schmancy pantsy oxfordshire england by way of austin texas uh my favorite brit gavin free how are you guys i'm great how are you guys I'm fucking awesome. Pretty damn good. Yeah.
3: Do you think I was I'm trying to get into new podcasts and it always pisses me off until I have a grasp of who's talking when. Do you think all of our voices are easy enough to
2: differentiate? I have no idea. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, well, first off, you have an accent. Uh, That's
3: why that's what I think goes for us is that we I think I sound incredibly I sound the opposite of
0: Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the thing that I always got from FaceJam like when we started was people couldn't tell me and Michael apart. I don't understand <laughs> that, but it's just what we heard a lot and so I don't think we run into that problem here at all. I think we all are if you think of it as like a circle, I think we're all at like very far points from each other on the circle. I I don't think any of us are close. What's weird is I recently somebody I
1: know started listening to the podcast and they Uh-oh. told me what my voice sounds like. And I was like, what are you taught? We've talked before. What are you talking <laughs> about? Why, are you giving- Why did it take you listening to the podcast? Why are you telling me this? We've had conversations. This is a ridiculous take by you. Yeah. There is oh, some, uh, there's some great mall drop. Draw- I'm seeing if I can find a photo. There was a, uh, a guy that was arrested at the mall that looked like he had a, uh, I don't even know, like a Mad Max, like a cartoonish Mad Max weapon. He had like a dollar store crossbow, like a bow and arrow with a syringe it's the arrow. It's just this very not ideal, but the photos of it are just absurd. Was he like trying to vaccinate funny people at range? I yeah, I think so. Potentially, I think that's the best option. He really likes vaccines, and he just wanted to make
2: sure everyone was all good. Maybe he was trying to get on the subreddit yeah. and shit. Yeah, Eric found it. Oh, oh this is
1: crossbow. That
2: was a recent mall incident. Um, wow. So maybe so the Mall's taking a little bit of a ding. How much, Andrew, let me ask, how much trouble okay. did you get into? Oh, listen. They don't want to mess with the child kicker. It's fine. <laughs> a lot of a lot of those cops have kids.
1: I'm not saying. I mean, I've never kicked a kid. I would never kick a kid. Just, you know, it's a
3: If it's we a made fact. you. But an, if you it, did kick
2: a kid, it wouldn't be a I cop's did. kid. <laughs> it wouldn't. <laughs>
3: Could we make a, an accurate, like, ballistic gel dummy of a kid? Sort of, so it, it looks and feels and has the right weight to it. Would Could we get you to kick it?
1: Yeah, but you know, my immediate concern in my head when I play out this scenario is the power of my kick goes through the gel, then my ankle rolls and my entire <laughs> body breaks. That's a, would I would be the that, first person like, to roll an ankle kicking someone. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, no, possible. I'm sure that's happened. Like that—that has to have happened. But I just—I see like the Spartan kick and my foot going through the chest, and then my other ankle <laughs> rolling, and then me like breaking my arm on the way down, and just having <laughs> severely just being out of commission for a long time.
2: This is oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That uh, I gotta say that syringe, that picture, of that syringe in the ground is reminding me of a, a story. Um, oh it's not boy. even a story. Just something that I remember. <laughs> it's reminding me of a memory. Uh, I'm being memory reminded. Back when I used to run a punk zine back in the like late '90s, um, you know, I used to get a lot of like free records in the mail and shit. And I, I got a record one time. I got a CD one time from this punk band called Guttermouth. Uh, I'm sure Eric knows of them. <laughs> uh, SoCal California band, very offensive. And it was a live album. And on the CD. In the uh, in the portion where you open it, there's like the spine, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. In that spine, they included a syringe. <laughs> like a That's working fun. usable syringe. And I think they got in a lot of, lot of trouble and they had to yeah. pull it off the shelves and they couldn't sell it anymore. And I still had that for I probably could have sold that. But I think I, get, it. I think it's in a landfill somewhere with the rest of the Is it because people didn't know it was in there and they were like pricking themselves? No, you could see it. Uh, It didn't come Uh. with a needle. I think it was just like it was encouraging needle drug use. Oh, come on It turned out out it was a bad look. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) like when, um, I think it was for the Godfather 2 game, they mailed brass knuckles out to every press outlet. Like, everybody that they sent a package to got brass knuckles, which ended up being an illegal weapon in a lot of (laughs) the states that they sent it to, and they had to, like, send the baby. There's a whole issue. The syringe seems fine. Without a needle?
2: That seems fine. I didn't know. Do you still... When was the last time you made a zine? Oh, not many, many years ago. I thought of it. So that's the album. And then in the left where you see the happy, sad faces, there was just a syringe in there that you could pop Oh, that's out. great. That's but crazy. Cl- clearly not in that one. That's
1: fantastic.
2: Uh, I, you know, I thought about making uh, zines for us, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the Andrew We're zine or whatever, but we just haven't gotten around. I haven't gotten around to it. I, 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 well, you know what? I guess the last zine I made was Rooster Teeth. Because that's, kind of, that's, kind of prog- that's kind of what it progressed into. It progressed from like punk zine to, to other punk zine to comedy zine to ugly internet to drunk gamers to rooster teeth. So it was kind of like one long project with many iterations. Do you have any of your old zines still, still in collections? Uh, no, I was a digital zine. I did everything online. Oh, so, just digital? Uh, I do not, unfortunately. I just might digital. have, maybe I have a, something printed out. I'd have to look. I don't think so, though. I had a conversation
3: the other day with someone who, that could never have occurred in real life. Uh, I, was, I was rooting <laughs> around. I was trying to find something on, on my old Facebook account, which I haven't logged into in a long time. And uh, I guess like Messenger has had an update since I last used it, and I, and I just went over to a different tab, and I was like, oh, shit, there's messages here from uh, <laughs> from people I actually know, as opposed to like a bunch of spam from thousands mm. of people who have just found my profile. And uh, he was like, hey, I heard you're in Austin. I've I've just moved to California. Do you you want to be up? And it was one of my friends who I met on holiday. I was like, oh, sure. Where where are you? Where'd you move to? In California. And he replied and was like, uh, and he listed where he was. And he was like acting kind of strange. And then I looked at when he'd sent the original message. It was May 2013. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine saying, like, hey, I'm here. That's so long. (laughs) Hey, you want to meet up? And then a decade goes by. It would have been quicker to talk to me if I was on, like, Neptune or something. (laughs) 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 You've always got to check when the message was sent. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it looked like it was right at the top of my thing, and it looked new. Like it was bold, and I was like, oh, sweet. I don't know why it was there. It surely should have been under everything else. I was so confused and so was he. Did
1: you uh, have a conversation after that? Or was that it? I was like, oh my god, I'm sorry. I (laughs) I think it's past the point of apology. I don't think you need to apologize for that.
3: I think if anything, now we should definitely meet up.
2: Ten years in the making. But I think Did you, you say, need to that ten years from now. <laughs> Sorry for the late reply. Been busy. <laughs> it must have
3: seemed so weird getting that reply without any reference to the massive time gap.
2: That's God, an interesting. Day.
1: You can only talk to this person in like a one-block window every ten years. You need to get everything <laughs> you need articulated in like a day.
3: I felt really bad that he replied immediately too. <laughs> that's I great. That he would let me swallow oh, it that's from. so
1: there. much better.
3: It honestly felt like he'd said it 10 years ago and then just waited by the phone for me to reply for a decade.
1: (laughs) Is that the only point of contact that person has with you? Yeah. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. Wow. 10 years. I don't think I've... I'm trying to think if I've had a gap of that with anybody in my life. I don't know if I have. That's a long time, 10 years.
2: Yeah. You went went a couple years without talking to me because you invented that that I was mad at you. It was like two years.
1: Yeah. I was, I was a kid. I was dumb. <laughs> I'm still dumb, but I was dumber then. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly
2: smarter than I
1: was when I was, <laughs> what, like 18?
2: How many people do you think are out there that are in that, that, like, in that category of you and I not talking for two years, or Gavin just not seeing that message from somebody for like 10 years? How many people are out there in the periphery of your life who you consider as friends but they no longer consider you as a friend because you're not because you didn't see their texts or contact them. I mean, you just you just don't know. But they hate you now because they think you ignore them. Like there's got to be Ooh. a couple for each of us, right? I got confronted about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> By a different person. Different person. There was. Uh, oh, wow. It was someone who I was friends with on the original Red versus Blue forums. Okay. Like two thousand three, two thousand four, and I guess uh-huh. at some point they came through Austin. And I didn't reply to them because they messaged me on Facebook, which I've never really used for talking to people. And uh, I, it was basically, I, I found a message that was like, hey, we're going to be in Austin. Hey, just check it in. Man, I'm kind of bummed that you ignored me. Blah, blah. And then it was like, I found it like three years later and I had
1: to oh, message. Oh, man.
3: I just don't know. If I've never spoken to you on Facebook, you can't be annoyed that I'm not replying. I clearly am yeah. just
2: not on that platform. I, I had something very similar where I also don't use Facebook. Uh, ever. I don't know the last time I've checked messages on Facebook. Uh, And I and even when I ha- wouldn't I mean, I've never used it at any there was no point where I was like a heavy Facebook user. And I logged in one time for something or other. And I saw a message from one of my best friends in high school. And I thought, <laughs> Oh, cool. I haven't <laughs> even talked to him in like 15 years or 20 years even maybe. And it was a message that was like, Hey, man, just wanted to say it's great to see all the success you're having with Rooster Teeth and stuff. And I was uh, I'd love to I'd love to get together sometime or I'd really uh, if you ever want to like it, it, send me a DVD or something I'd love to watch it just to see what you're all about and then it was like hey man you must be pretty busy uh, Was <laughs> like the next message and uh, just get back to me when you can and then like two weeks later. He sent a message that was like, fuck you, you rich piece of shit. You <laughs> no, forgot no. where you came from. You've abandoned oh, all your old friends. You're too fucking good to talk to us. <laughs> you suck. You suck. I hate you. Oh. And I and I saw that message like three months after he sent it. And so I was just like, well, I guess that one's dead. Oh, oh, did we'll you even reply, reply to that one? No, fuck that, no. Oh, you should have replied. That'd no so way. Reply, That's so care. rude. I don't use the platform. It was. I'm sorry. There should you be a thing that it. says like it hadn't been read right? it has to be like a read receipt or something on it, I would assume. I don't know. I don't use Facebook. You've probably turn it off, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's what I'd assume. It's just it's fascinating because you're
1: watching that person spiral yeah. emotionally. So the, I don't know. I feel like I definitely would reply because they are so in the wrong.
2: Now, what am I going to do? They get in an argument about how and try to defend myself by saying I don't use your shitty social media platform? No, it's just <laughs> like that's a lot of conclusions to jump through in the span of like two weeks when I clearly hadn't Posted a photo on Facebook in ten years. At that point, you know, it's not like you'd see any status updates from me or anything. I yeah, but I mean, if you would have replied in their head, you're still ignoring them.
1: (laughs) They, they, there's never any resolution on their side. Now,
2: now, as of the day I read that message, I'm fucking ignoring them. Yes, (laughs) you're absolutely right. I am ignoring that person now. I wasn't, (laughs) but now I am. (laughs) But. When was this? How long? Can we do a Gavin thing? Can you reply 10 no, years from now? No, no, can no, no. Can we schedule I'm not, I'm not doing that. Uh, this was probably five years ago.
1: Oh, well, we're already so I've been to ign- 10. I've been ignoring no him for about five all. years. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's scary. No. I, I would hate to see all of the stuff I've missed from people I really like. Yeah.
1: it sucks. Are you scared because you might not like them anymore? Is that the risk assessment of what's there? Although they don't like me because I ignored them. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, that. that's ended. Jeff's friendship with this person ended because <laughs> Listen,
2: <laughs> if I saw the in person. It. I would love to talk to them about it, but I'm not going to get into an really? online thing with anybody. And I don't, and I, by the way, I don't, I, lo- I still like the person very much. I still, I had a lovely. What are you doing then? I had a Just lovely childhood them. growing up with them. Ah, uh, because, <laughs> because I would never Let's in talk. a, uh, Andrew, Andrew. Yeah. C- I would never ever send a message like that to you not in no. honest not in, and i wouldn't send it to anybody else i think it speaks a lot to a person's character when they when they would do something like that especially in their 30s or 40s like it's just like it's, it's a pretty big warning sign to me
1: that's fair but just if you're taking the angle of i'd like maybe mend things in person and i still like them i don't know i feel like it's just a low risk like, if it doesn't go well, you can just continue
2: to ignore them. <laughs> Nick said, I'm going to get mad Facebook messages now. Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know in six years when I need to log into Facebook to check something.
1: <laughs> I'm scared now. I can't really think of anything that I have that's well, like that. Do you have an, there do must you
2: have, be, right? So. Do you have an old, like, ICQ account or, like, any kind no. of messenger like that that still operates? Or Not really. I was an AIM
1: guy, and then I was on... I made a Facebook and a Twitter account, and that's about it as far as social platforms that I used. I made a, a, a Lego Lego has a social media website. I made that like a year ago. I don't think anyone's mad at me on there. <laughs> I don't remember what that was called, but it was just weird as I was looking through because I'm so disconnected from social media I was just looking through the app store and there's like a Lego social media thing, I think mainly for kids, but I don't I don't really know. I made an account. It's really dumb. It seems weird. I should check.
2: Did you enjoy it?
1: I didn't really use it. Like, I made an account, and I didn't really understand what the purpose of it was, and I didn't want to talk to anybody, so it's, it's sort of useless, but I, I
2: wish I could remember what it's called. Uh, Hey, uh, if you guys will indulge me for a second. I have a, bl- a, a piece of, like, uh a, a, I guess a kind of piece of face related news, or at least Jeff-related news that could be crowbarred in face Well, first off, I'm having a crazy sports weekend that I did not intend, (laughs) but six months ago or so, it was announced that the San Antonio Spurs were going to have two games in Austin, and so I Mm -hmm. immediately bought tickets for both games. Turns out it's tonight and then Saturday night, Uh, and of course, it's late (laughs) enough into the season where uh, like they're playing the Spurs or playing the... uh, Portland Trailblazers tonight and of course the Spurs are out of playoff contention and the Trailblazers are out of playoff contention and they shut down Damian Lillard so it's going to be like it's going to be basically like watching two practice squads play uh but still it's like I-, I couldn't live with myself if NBA basketball came to town and it was five miles away from me and I didn't go to it so I'm going to see a pointless NBA game tonight and then another pointless NBA game Saturday night uh, <laughs> taking Eric with me tonight by the way uh very excited about that um you're gonna hang out with Eric I am going to hang out with Eric at a a basketball game tonight. And uh, anyway, yesterday I got an email from, uh, (laughs) from the San Antonio Brahmas my favorite XFL football team who would have been the focus of our podcast that never happened. And they said, Hey man, we heard you talking about uh, the Brahmas on face. We wanted to invite you out to a game. So Sunday I'm taking Emily and Millie and we're going to go down and we're going to watch a Brahmas game. They got us really cool seats by the clubhouse. And then they messaged me last night and they said, Hey, by the way, uh, if you want we would love it if you would run the team out on the field and we'll announce you and, uh, <laughs> and go out there with the what? Flags and shit What you got to do this? So on Are you Sunday, serious?
0: It's going to be on
2: ESPN. No. It's going to be on ESPN I think. So I'm going
0: to fucking run the team out. <laughs> Can we clip this part out and release it before this happens? People need to right? know. Jeff, people I need to so. know about this.
2: I just confirmed 15 minutes before this podcast. I was like, I thought about it for a while. Oh and I was like, I don't God. know if I want to. And
0: I was like, you know what? No, fucking, I, I, like,
2: I'll never get that opportunity. What? So. Are
1: you kidding? What are you? I like the idea that a minute ago, you're like, I'd never live with myself if I missed the NBA coming to town. And then you're like an opportunity to be on ESPN and run a team onto the field. You're like, I don't know about that. I've got to I'm come like to people.
3: terms with the fact that people can hear this podcast.
1: I feel like. It's oh, so yeah, dangerous. It's I, I'm, yeah. I, did
0: I shit on that logo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did. Think
2: you probably
0: did. You did, but God I I, I
2: defended it. I love the logo, and I think Andrew does too.
0: Can can we clip this part it's out and release it so people know that like yeah. this is happening? Are you fine with that, Jeff?
2: Didn't you just ask that? I'm totally, I'm totally. Right, I'm totally but I want to make that.
0: sure He didn't get an answer. Right. <laughs> I asked <laughs> it and then nobody said fucking shit about <laughs> no, it. I've said I well, yes both times, but I'm like the least qualified to prove it. It has nothing to me. What yeah. Would the preview do for us?
3: You know how Jeff's been doing, like, oh, coming up on episode X of Face on Instagram, oh, and
0: this that. Is, Jeff, I'm so excited for you. This comes out on the oh. like the week of the 19th. Have you thought about what you're gonna wear? I don't know. Can I? You qu- should wear can- the Face baseball uniform. Jeff, I might. Jeff, yes. Sir. Can I? Andrew said yes. Gavin thought we all said yes. I'm asking you, the person this is happening to. Can I yeah. clip this part out, and can we release it early, like this particular part where you announce it, and let people know that you're going to be there running the team out on the field? I'm totally fine. With okay, that if the other guys are. Thank you. I just and wanted to do sure. it
3: as preview of episode 150. Before yeah. even one forty nine come out, that
0: would be the right. That's the issue that and I'm that, running into when you say that is that we're previewing an episode before the, the next episode. I think that's great. That I is that's the craziest. That is imagine Gavin. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if a preview for the next Matrix movie came out, but it's not the next Matrix movie; it's the one after it. I think that's very interesting. It's, it's once again we're
3: playing with the medium. And people I love it. Will be
0: wondering,
3: they'll be like, "Oh, they, don't you mean 149?" Nope, nope.
2: <laughs> Have you guys seen the trailer for Matrix Five yet? <laughs> I, I thought they haven't announced Matrix Four. They haven't.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. We'll, we'll clip this out. We'll let people know. Jeff, I'm so. This is the coolest fucking thing in the world to me. This I'm is pretty so. Excited. I think it's this be a rules, lot of fun. This rules. Yeah. You're gonna run a team out on the field. This rips, dude. This is so yeah. cool.
2: It's wild, right? I was probably just going to wear that's like so a Brahma's hoodie, but I don't know how hot it'll be. I'll definitely try to wear like oh. my face hat or like a maybe my baseball jersey or something.
1: <laughs> I think I think wearing the baseball jersey would be hilarious. A guy dressed <laughs> in a baseball uniform, <laughs> in a baseball uniform a baseball team. <laughs> like you didn't have time to change. You're a multi-sport athlete and you had to go. There's no <gasps> more time.
2: Oh man, that's funny. Whew. Anyway, so it's going to be like a crazy fucking sports weekend. And as somebody who's mostly a shut-in, the idea of going to three events and one out of, a t- out of town in four days is a little daunting to me, but I'm gonna I'm going to soldier through it. I am so excited for you. What a time. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool.
1: There's no way where this doesn't become more content, and I think that's what excites me the most. All the ways, respectfully to you, and I hope it doesn't, there's so many ways this could go wrong. There's so many ways in which this could fail for you
2: and no matter what happens I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm really I was thinking to myself like in the like that episode did you ever see the episode of Always Sunny where they're practicing hockey cuz they're going to shoot the slap shot to try to win $50,000 or whatever and mac he ends up falling and cracking his head open and they play it on <laughs> sports center over and over again <laughs> and that's the highlight yeah i was like you. if i can if i can trip and be like and like whacked in the head by one of the flags or it like goes up my butt and lifts me off the ground or something and then i fucking <laughs> fall like this i'm i'm kind of hoping something catastrophic happens just so i can make like not top 10 plays of the day yeah I think you got to evaluate a blown quad for sure. <laughs> like your knee exploding. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you had to factor in those. Inter- did you see I know Eric definitely would have seen this. Did you see the clip of Shane McMahon at WrestleMania getting hurt this past no. weekend? The timing of it. He had a match with the Miz and it's it's hilarious where I guess Eric would probably know better than I would. contextually. it felt like Shane hadn't wrestled in a long time. I'm assuming and so this is like their big WrestleMania match. And they start the match and he jumps over the Miz and the announcers yells, "Shane still got it! While Shane simultaneously blew his quad out.
2: <laughs> oh. He just
1: falls to the ground. He couldn't do it. But luckily, Snoop Dogg was like leading him into the match. He was like Shane's guy for it. And so they're panicking and they're like, what are we going to do This guy blew his knee out within like 20 (laughs) seconds. Snoop Dogg calls an audible, jumps into the ring and punches the Miz and then just goes off on the mic about it. And is like, how could you do this to my man Shane? And he hits him a second time. And then he just started posing and he did one of the worst people's elbows I've ever seen to the Miz. So they'd have an ending. But they improvised all of it because the guy blew his knee out. And that is the
2: guy eject. just rolling around on the ground in pain while Snoop Dogg? Yeah, there's. A, they like extracted him at a certain point. Okay, they just got him,
0: got him out of it. But yeah. <laughs> that's Shane McMahon. <laughs> I just sent the clip of Shane McMahon doing right, a frog right landing and blowing oh. his quad out. Uh,
2: oh, I recognize that from the NBA. Uh, he ain't going nowhere. Oh yeah. my
0: god, that's eighteen months of rehab. Yeah. Oof.
2: Uh, is not it crazy
3: how your body could just immediately fail <laughs> with <yeah>. no warning?
0: <laughs> yeah. it was it was really something and then uh I can send the clip of Snoop Dogg doing the people's elbow
2: oh (laughs) so good oh
0: this was all improv like they kept yelling at him Snoop people's elbow do the people's elbow do the people's elbow (laughs) then he did it and that and everybody cheered and then they played a Snoop Dogg song and he danced around It was pretty, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty fucking crazy.
1: It's the way he bounces off the ropes makes me laugh so hard every time. It's the daintiest because it's
2: tough to do yes, that. it is. It's yeah. a difficult thing. It looks and like he, he was a- just like
3: peeping out a window.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so anyone out there? Nope. We gotta get this podcast big enough so that Eric can do that on a wrestling.
0: I mean, honestly, I could probably just go to a local show in Austin and do that now. It just won't be at WrestleMania ever.
2: Yeah, but we want it to be at WrestleMania. Okay,
0: sounds good.
3: <laughs> Eric, why don't you just become a local wrestler?
0: Oh, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, it seems really. Painful. It is very painful. Whether you're good, whether you have a good match or a bad match, it hurts the same. And that was, a very, that was a big revelation when I learned how to do it.
3: But you're all about it. Like, wouldn't you want to be stuck in? Uh,
0: I mean, it's fun. But, like, nah. it seems like then you have to, like, you're either going to weekend warrior the thing and you're just going to kind of, like, be at a level. And then it's, like, an obligation every week. Or it's fun just to go to shows. Um, it would be fun as, like, a one-off thing, but that's it. I, I don't think I could ever, like, do it.
1: To do it consistently, especially, and I I know there are people that have started wrestling at an older age. I feel like once you've hit an age where you wake up with injuries that you don't know how they happen, the idea of wrestling is so much less appealing.
2: Like, that's a real, that's a real pursuit. it's a lot. And I don't, it's a lot. That's kind works. of how I feel about stand up. It's fun to do like three times. Yeah, and then, and then I think do. that's a good way to. I think
0: it's kind of like the same exact thing. It's exactly. Like, this is neat, but also if I had to do this four times a week, every week, yeah. I I would mm-hmm. never.
2: I would never. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to take that kind of pain, and I don't want to stay up late. <laughs> you, you look at people now, like
3: like Mick Foley, and people who like whatever. It's like, ah, oh, you know, wrestling's fake, and all that stuff. But the guy's like got no teeth, and his ear is missing, and he yeah. was he like fell through the top of a cage. That guy was absolutely nuts.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. When I have some friends that wrestle, I have a friend who wrestles locally here and kind of all over Texas. This guy, Dmitri Alexandrov, and he does a lot of death match wrestling, which is uh, <laughs> it. Like if you're not familiar, he goes through glass panels and into thumbtacks and gets cut up with stuff and hit with stuff. And it's always like, man, you just really love this, huh? And uh, he does, (laughs) but also this is what he looks like all the time. Uh, He's just beat up, (laughs) cut up, all constantly, constantly. Yeah, It's fucked, man. It's really rough. I feel like...
1: I'm in a great spot with wrestling where it's like I'll occasionally hear dumb things about it that make me really appreciate it. But then I, I'm not superly. It'd be fun. to. It just seems like a big commitment to keep up to date with everything. It, it that does. Happens. But it's great whenever you hear like I, I recently learned that in the past Rey Mysterio has a kid named Dominic and they had a ladder match for the custody of Dominic. In the past, but that's just... that is a premise that's so funny to me. I don't know anything else about the context of it, but I just love the idea of a custody <laughs> battle being settled via ladder match. Oh, that's fucking That's awesome. the image from the <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no paper. kid. So, that's so oh. good. But now he's
1: now he's a great heel. He's an amazing wrestler. He just wrestler, wrestled apparently.
0: his dad Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. It was pretty crazy. <laughs>
2: I guess he's got some issues to work out, probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I didn't expect... From being pawned
2: off in a ladder match.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd like to be decided through a ladder match.
2: I think that'd be fun. Well?
3: (laughs) (laughs) At least you can tell both people want me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's <laughs> you oh, okay. that spoken so like a, just want to be God damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: so that's spoken like a true child of divorce. <laughs> God damn, like, man. I just want
0: two people to want me. <laughs>
2: my it's like reminds me of when I when my parents got divorced. My stepdad oh. said, "I'm still gonna be a part of your life. Don't you worry." And then he went out to get the ladder for the ladder match, and I'm still waiting for, it for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: god damn oh it's so sad <laughs> i think more sh- more stuff should be decided like that like if, yeah, it, yeah. if people like want to <laughs> quit their job you should just have to like play for it you should have to wrestle <laughs> for
2: it
1: <laughs> this show is sponsored by better help getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process especially because we're always growing and changing And it's so important that as we go through these changes and are growing as people that we evaluate how things are impacting us. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy, I think, is a wonderful thing. It has had a tremendous impact in my life. I would highly recommend anyone try it. I just think it's such an important process to go through as a person. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash face today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Help.com/face. Take on the sun with gear built the last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits in their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. From childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions, Shady Rays is making a lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season, Go to ShadyRays.com and use code FACE for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people.
2: Oh, man. Hey, speaking of wrestling, do you remember <laughs> that movie The Wrestler with Mickey yes, Rourke? Yes, absolutely. Well, I watched another movie with Mickey Rourke. Oh, well, you know, I, I've been reading the comments and people seem to like them, but I liked the experimentation of it. So I, here's what I did. I mean, I, I wrote I watched two movies. Uh, okay. One of them, I think we may have talked about on this podcast before. I can't remember. But one thing that I've learned uh, is that uh, every piece of content that was created more than five years ago is problematic. <laughs> okay. Every piece of content that was made. <laughs> more than 20 years ago is beyond <laughs> problematic. Uh, and that was not my intention when I watched these movies. <laughs> but I watched the 1987 film Angel Heart with uh, with okay. Mickey Rourke and Lisa Bonet in it. And I watched this movie specifically because I remember wanting to watch it when I was a kid, but I was too scared because there's like mm-hmm. some voodoo stuff in it and it was too Ooh. scary for me. And so I thought the other night I wasn't sleepy. Uh, I was playing Gems of War after Emily went to bed, and I got bored, and I thought, I'm going to watch a movie. And so I, I was like, you know, it just popped into my head, and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. I got about 20 minutes in before I had to turn it off because it was too scary, but then I watched it <laughs> the next morning. So let me just say, if you want to watch Angel Heart, watch it in the morning. Uh, but I don't know how to really give a review for these problematic films, so I just decided to give insights. Uh, and by the way, let me say specifically to Angel Heart, not to the other movie. Uh, it's beautiful like it is one of the most cinematic films I've ever seen it's so beautifully shot uh, just from a technical standpoint it is phenomenal can I ask uh, were and, you and-
3: scared to watch it while you were... were you watching this in bed next to sleeping Emily no I was in the living room oh, okay do you think if we're... you were in the bedroom watching it, you would have been up to handle it
2: no and I wouldn't have done it because I would have jumped so much it would have woken her up uh. <laughs> I don't think you can watch scary next to somebody sleeping. I think that's too dangerous. Uh,
1: yeah, if you're somebody who reacts to it, that's definitely a selfish move.
2: You, I, I, I always remember, and, and I don't mean this to be mean, but I always remember Mickey Rourke as being kind of a joke actor because he kind of went <laughs> yeah. off the deep end after Nine and a Half Weeks and uh, and Wild Orchid, and he just he just got weird, right? But he was so fucking good and so good looking, like he was a really mm-hmm. attractive guy in 1987 in this movie Angel Heart. Like, holy shit. Uh, but anyway, here's my insights to it. Uh, here's all I'll say about because uh, I don't really want to recommend these movies or not. I'm just going to say the the, the particular Kay. insights that I've I've learned. And this one, I'm just going to give you a warning. Uh, uh, what did I write? Then here we go. Angel Heart. This is a tough movie to watch if you like chickens. Conversely, this <laughs> is a really tough movie to watch if you don't like chickens. So that's what I'm. That's all I'm going to say about hmm. Angel Heart. Huh. Uh, the other movie I watched, which is one I think. I can't remember if we've talked about, or you and I have talked about personally, Gavin, uh, is a movie called Dress to Kill. Have, do you guys that bring a bell? Have we discussed that? It does, like that, yeah. Dress to I'm, Kill. It's, uh, it uh, sounds reason, familiar. It sounds familiar. It's came out in 1980. It's a Brian De Palma film, a uh, deeply problematic film. Uh, stars Michael <laughs> Caine, which is why I thought maybe we had discussed it in the past, Gavin, maybe personally. I can't remember uh, anything about it. All I'm going to say about this film. Uh, is uh, if you ever, and I think this is good life advice in general. If you ever drop a glove at a museum, like you just like you, you're wearing gloves like isotoners specifically in this instance, and one of them falls, and then you realize you dropped your glove and you go back for it, you will end up getting a venereal disease, and then you will. Be <laughs> oh worried. my god! So <laughs> oh my if god. you <laughs> drop a glove at a museum, leave it. I museums just became way more high stakes. Yeah, there well, you go. That's always- that's, uh, that's dress to kill and Angel Heart. Tough, age of heart tough 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 to watch if you like chickens tough to watch if you don't like chickens uh and then dress to kill uh let the glove go you'll die with the disease i'm very
1: torn on this chicken thing because i love chicken i consider myself a huge chicken guy but mainly because of what they taste like in eating them and i don't know if that means i like or dislike chickens yeah i'm not sure how to evaluate this but you think you would dislike the taste
3: if you liked chickens more
1: Well, I just, I don't know how I feel. Can I say I like chickens when I like chickens because I eat chickens a lot? I consume a lot of chicken. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm pro chick, even though that's against the chicken. From the chicken's
2: perspective, they would hate me. Well, I mean, I would say the average person could say, well, I eat a lot of eggs, right? And that's something that a chicken provides, but you're not an egg guy. That's a great point. I've balanced it out. I'm not
1: an egg (laughs) guy. I think we're, yeah, that's a great, thanks, Jeff.
3: What classes a movie as problematic? Is it when. The, what? The, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, Well, because it's, a, it's here's the thing.
0: combination
1: of words.
3: Well, here's the thing, right? Is it when the good guy does something that's shitty by today's standards? Because surely the bad guy, like, murdering people's bad, right? Yeah. But that still happens in movies today.
2: Uh, in the specific case of Dress to Kill, I could explain it. But it would spoil the secret of the movie. Like this kind of the secret point of the movie is why it's problematic. But I'll Uh, tell you that like the way they treat it, the way the good people in the movie treat it uh, is also problematic. I'll say that. Interesting. Yeah. And then Angel Heart. Angel Heart's just it's just a, a movie that takes place in Brooklyn in New York in the 1940s. So it's just pure racism constantly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's even like character specific. I think it's almost like an idea of handling a subject irresponsibly on a platform that is
2: large. I it's think that is where it would. It, it's funny it. too because you can tell in the watching of Dress to Kill that they think they're handling the subject <laughs> at, properly, and maybe they were for 1980 given sensibilities then, but it hasn't aged well. Mm-hmm.
3: I would love to go back and read. IMDB reviews of stuff cuz cuz some of those reviews are like 20 <laughs> years old. Like I think yeah. it'd be fascinating to go back to a movie like Chasing Amy or something and read the reviews when it just came out compared to reading the reviews now. I bet they'd be pretty different.
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm listening yeah, to definitely. uh there's this podcast I listen to called You Must Remember This and it's this lady who uh uncovers like the secret histories of Hollywood's first 100 years. And so it's like the stories behind the stories. She's doing, uh, she's doing a series right now called Erotic Eighties, and so she's going through. And right now, where the episode I just listened to was all about Pretty Woman and what a phenomena that movie was that launched the career of Julia Roberts and uh, was seen as this very empowering love story, and has not aged particularly well. And uh, you get to hear like the reviews of she reads the reviews of it from like the magazines at the time, and then discusses like. How the how the how the view has changed over time and 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 how it hasn't uh, it's, it's it's fascinating if it's if you're yeah. into that kind of thing.
3: It's the same with like when you watch Sleepless in Seattle or something like Bill Pullman's character is is like the dweeb who uh, she like wants nothing to do with, but he's the only good person in the movie, and she's like a crazy stalker person. And Tom Hanks is also terrible. Like the two main the two like heroes of the movie are just she they're just awful. <laughs> but I'm sure when it came out it was fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, like contextually change it. You know what's weird about Chasing Amy is that there are trading cards for that movie. Oh, we should get some. I I don't know if they're out. They got announced in like 2019 and they consistently seem to get pushed. But I just I think it's such a weird thing to release modern trading cards for Chasing Amy. (laughs) There's like Chase autograph. Like, I just don't know who that is for.
2: Like, obviously, Kevin Smith fans, but. It just is such a niche movie. I'll tell you who it's for. It's for me in 1998.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, the idea of having like a Ben Affleck auto for Chasing Amy is really funny to me.
3: When, what year was that? Because all those movies got turbo Weinstein, didn't they?
2: Yeah. Probably like 99 yeah. or so, I would think. No, I mean
1: like when did the cards come out? Oh, they haven't yet. I don't think they, they've released yet. Oh. I think they keep getting pushed back. <laughs> Just I think it's pre-orders infinitely. Yeah, like yeah, you can. Pre- yeah, it's pre-order, pre-order now. It says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. Like I've never seen them available for sale, but <laughs> that's all. They fucking... popped up on my radar in like 2019.
2: Thank. That's a thank me later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a great one of those recently that I'm very excited about. I set myself up in a prime position for a thank me later with um the guy that made Calvin and Hobbes is doing his first book since stopping there. Comes out in October. What is his name? that? Def- Bill, Water- Bill Watterson I want to Yeah so I've ordered that It'll come in October I'm definitely gonna forget I'm so excited To just randomly get that book In October It's gonna be great You'll thank you later I will I had a weird thing Happen Not a weird thing I've been doing a weird thing And it's made me Think about weird things if you have things that if you
2: don't
1: What <laughs> <laughs> Eric said no way <laughs> I will say that there was recently a poll on the F-face Twitter account of who is the weird one after the whole argument of. I think we had that debate. Where did yeah. that come from? Yeah, I would like a recount because mine was not high enough. I won with like 67% of the vote. I should have had higher. But as the weird one. Yes, yeah, the weird one. I definitely more than that. We're, we're pushing against you being the weird one. That was. Oh, I'm definitely more weird than you are. But anyway, <laughs> weirdness. That was an unfortunate way of phrasing that. I really regret this entire angle that I've gone through. Anyway, I had a thing that it it has become normalized where (laughs) I have a pack. I even know how to explain this. I have a bag of, you know, uh, gingerbread houses. Have you heard of those? Yeah, I had one of those and I never make them, but I opened it up. And so I just ended up with a bag of icing on my my bedside table. And it's been there since November and it has turned into my ice pack when i need an ice pack so like whenever i have like a really bad headache i just grab my bag of icing cuz it's cold and i put that on my head it's cold just from being it. in the room it's cold from just being in the room it's become my reusable ice pack uh, and I never thought about how odd it is that I'm using a bag of icing from a gingerbread house as an ice pack. So I was curious if you guys had things that you, like, when you take a step back, you realize, oh, this is odd. Well, I have a but I can trace you how it happened. Yeah, go ahead. Have you considered using an ice pack? Uh, well, that often is in my little fridge and if i'm in bed and i'm comfortable but i have a headache or something oh but
3: the icing is always within arm's reach
1: the icing is always within arm's reach so i just grab it and it works great i use it on one side then it heats up and then i flip it over and it's cooling in and then i'm probably good by the time it reheats it why is the icing there uh because i opened it in my bedroom and I, I just, I left it on the bedside table. Like, I put, I never built the set. It's still, the gingerbread is still wrapped up in my closet. And the icing just ended up on my end table. And one day when I was having a headache, like, I kind of felt like I was fighting a fever or something. I was like, oh, fuck, I have this. I'll just put this. This feels cold. And I've used it ever since. I've been using this for, like, three months now. But it just occurred to me that this <laughs> is an odd thing. <laughs> I was like, this is strange. I'm taking a step back. It is. I don't think there are many people using bags of gingerbread icing for uh, ice packs. So this is curious if you guys had anything, if you take a step back, uh, maybe had a natural lead in to it or, or, or a thing like it makes how you got there. I don't think I made any weird choices along the way. I just
3: I think it was a pretty weird choice to, the first time you picked it up and put it on your head. Yeah,
1: well, no, I, I was feeling awful and I was like, I need to cool down somehow. What can I do? And I just grabbed that. I don't think I had an ice pack in my room at that time.
2: Hmm. So you were being resourceful and I you was. discovered a method that works so well, you've eliminated the need to refreeze your ice pack. Yes. It, it, the fact that it works at room temperature. I like to keep my room very cold. I'm a cold room guy. Let me ask you this. Do you anticipate ever eating the frosting or the icing? No, no. So it's. I think. You know <laughs> I made that. I had that
1: thought. I think it is more useful to me as an ice pack as than it is a, a food to consume.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when is icing useful?
1: Uh, whenever I have a headache or I feel too hot. <laughs> I
0: don't think that's what he meant. I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whatever you need to build. A gingerbread house.
3: <laughs> like if you removed uh, icing from the world, it might be the least impactful thing.
2: Oh, and everyone would get very underrated oh, icing. The least impactful? No,
1: it's only ever on top of what of you want to eat. Yeah, we got this fucking
2: Branston mouse son of a bitch talking <laughs> down to icing, dude. If I got a choice between eating a cake or the icing that goes on a cake, I'm eating the icing that goes on a cake and throwing the cake away.
3: Oh, we should eat I more like- cakes together because I always just smear the icing off the top so I can eat the
2: cake. Yes, what let's only eat our cakes together from
1: here. <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate the fact that you would rank the pickled onion above icing. That's terrible.
2: Uh,
3: well, the pickled onion is, is, like, is more centered in what you're eating. I don't want the pickled
1: onion, though. God damn. <laughs> personal. Yeah, that's personal. I think a lot more like. people like the yeah. yeah, but I think I'm not in the minority in that. I think a lot more people prefer icing than a That's like saying, onion.
3: oh, let's get rid of lava. I never use
1: <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, but no, shut up. No, they're you're both saying, food. That's not like saying, that at all. <laughs> you're saying least impactful. I'm saying that I think getting rid of pickled onion is less impactful than icing. I think there are way more people that like icing than pickled onion.
3: But with icing gone, you, can, you still have the thing that the icing is on. If pickled onions are gone, what have
1: you got in your hand? Onion. I don't need the pickled onion. I don't care about the fact that I have a shitty cake without icing. Jeff, did you say onion? They're onion. <laughs> the pickled onion's gone. No, no it, but you just still have pickled. an onion. onion still it's exists. just not pickled. You, yeah, so you, you have a pickle in one onion. hand and
2: an onion in the other. So you're just fine. Pickling it. Okay. Yeah, you're
1: just getting rid of the pickled onion.
2: <laughs> Why would getting rid of pickled onion get rid of all onion? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it you're like point. thinking <laughs> that getting rid of icing is getting rid of all oh, sugar. Man. What are you saying? Speaking of pickled onion. <laughs> you got me there. I, uh, because somebody refused to do their plowman's pizza recipe. I spent yesterday at my, at my coffee shop, I spent about two hours watching the pizza day video (laughs) over and over. I probably watched it (laughs) four times. It's 27 minutes long. I want to say. So I watched it. I watched about two hours of it so that I could write the plowman's recipe, which I think I did a lovely uh, job of. Uh. And now the cookbook is done. Tony's laying it out.
3: That's so exciting. So, I only oh contributed God, really? to
2: Plowman's. What did I do again? Oh, you did <laughs> stuff. You did stuff. You did stuff. You did like your cold sandwich. You did the Plowman's <laughs> like, the pizza. Sandwich. You have a salad in there. You've got lots of stuff. I spent Every, ages everybody's on that represented. Too. You did. And it's a really, really good recipe. It's actually, <laughs> I don't want to play favorites, but it's, uh, it's one of the best in the book. Oh, I sick. Um, yeah, then, then did, I just, just forgot to do that. the pizza one. It's 55 pages, it looks like. Whoa. Really, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, fifty-five pages of recipes. I still have to write the end, uh, and that's going to hopefully be seven or eight pages by itself. But we'll see. I'm excited to see how that turns out. Me too. Anyway, it'll, it'll, I can't imagine it'll find its way to shelves anytime soon because we still have <laughs> to lay it out, and then it takes a billion years to get a book printed. But uh, it is that progress is underway. I have a I have an idea that I've already talked to
1: Tony about. I was going I was curious to see what you guys thought. I need to pitch this to you. So I was. I was thinking about, like, I love the Gerpler so much. Mm -hmm. I use my Gerpler all the time. And then I I was just thinking of, like, all the dumb stuff we've released and how great that we could have, like, a switch fuck. And that exists. We've got the mini bats and, like, all that dumb shit. How lucky it is that that we have the ability to essentially make whatever we want. And it's just, like, and Tony's so great at coming up and mocking things. I was thinking about when I was doing the Anal Passage website, (laughs) all the stuff he mocked up, and just how... I feel like we're in a position that we're not fully utilizing where we essentially could attempt to create at least an iteration of whatever we wanted. And so I wanted I had an idea of what if we all came up with what we would just our own like what is a product that is not in the world or a thing that we want that doesn't exist, at least in the way we want it. And then we pitch them to each other. We present them like we talk to Tony independently, all of us, about what we would like And then we get like a finalized thing and then we present the products to each other of like what our ideal product would be. So so it's the next round of uniform. Sort of. Yeah. Almost like a uniform thing. I'm not going to claim that it's a uniform thing because that's that's a Jeff uh, design. I'm not going to say that this is a a uniform line, but just the idea of the ability to make whatever you want is such a a privileged position we have. And there are some dumb things that I would love to have that just don't exist uh, in the world. So we're we're trying to create new objects. Yeah, so all three of us would talk to Tony. And this is going to take a really long time from when we initially discuss it to it becoming an actual thing that could be purchasable. But yeah, the idea is we all would talk to Tony independently about what we'd want. And then once it becomes kind of like a finalized thing, we present it to each other on the show of what our products would be. Jeff's going ape shit in the
3: chat.
2: (laughs) Uh, I just keep posting the wrong photos. I, I thought the same
3: thing. I thought that was a pipe. I thought it was a tiny little, like, bubble-blowing pipe.
2: No, I just figured while Andrew was talking about the Gerpler, I was just preloading this, some pictures I took of the Gerpler uh, <laughs> yeah, the other day. Uh, the point is, I think it's a great idea, Andrew, and I'm on board. Just let me know okay. what, when and where to be and how to do it. That's um,
0: That's great. <laughs> I, uh, here's something I complicated was, I, yeah just you fucking figure it out you got it let me know let me <laughs> in. yeah I'll, t- I'll just i come up with bullshit and give it to
2: tony and he makes it we can do that uh, no i think it's a great yeah, idea to invent
0: products it. from the ground up yeah whatever man just kind of like i don't know it's like a <laughs> yeah. tuesday or wednesday or Dude, whatever in- inventing
2: products from the ground up is what i do i'm all about it for instance did you know that the gerpler is not just the premier drinking vessel Uh, for humans uh, uh, throughout the world. It also casts a really long red boner shadow. Now, Jeff sent me these
1: photos over the weekend. He texted me these images, and I I love them. They're great. I think these are great. I had the realization, I think these are the best photos Jeff (laughs) has ever taken.
2: (laughs) I was going to
3: compliment the composition on them, yeah.
2: Yeah, they look great. Like, these should be in the store page for the product. I woke up the other morning and the Gerpler, I had left it uh, on the counter and it was like 7 a.m. and the sun had hit the window <laughs> just right. And it just made this long red sh- like reflection of the Gerpler down my uh, countertop. And I just thought like, wow, that's, that's another benefit that the Gerpler has. I didn't even think about it. It casts a really cool shadow. And I was talking to Tony <laughs> about it. Cause you know, we have the blue, we have the purple and the green Gerpler coming out. And I asked him if there's a way we can manipulate the lighting so that we have them cross and then that creates oh. purple. Okay. So that's oh, cool. that's
3: amazing.
2: Right? That's so we're really going to cool create... Idea. We're going to have them... He's going to... We're going to get on it. We're going to figure out a way with Wes or whoever, and we're going to recreate what I've done here, but with the green and purple, and, and create purple in the middle.
3: Do you think if we that's put awesome. a green... Or if we put both colors on either side of the roof of your house, Jeff, and when the sun <laughs> shines and they cross,
2: that's where we dig. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a great oh, idea. I that's love that, that idea. idea. That's, oh, that's so a great idea. That's such a great idea. You're going Indiana Jones with it. I thought you were yeah. going Batman and we were making like a GURP <laughs> signal. I like yeah. your idea so much better. That's oh, so my good. Oh
3: god. Although I think technically for them to cross, they, we would need two suns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Might not work. <laughs> <laughs> You Figure it out.
2: We'll figure somebody it out. on Jeff's uh, roof with
1: a flashlight and you're set. Uh, we just need a,
2: flashlight in the sun. We just need a sun and a mirror. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> yeah, there.
0: We, go.
2: <laughs> we got, anyway. I think it, we, I love your idea, Andrew. We
0: got all this stuff just so you guys are aware. We got all this stuff for um, what is it? The uh, the gurpler, the golden gurpler, all that stuff. We we'll oh. just have to like find a time and. Yeah, this
3: the sun go. coming through a nice golden gurp is going to look so nice. It's going to look great. It's going to be beautiful.
0: It's <laughs> going to be really cool.
2: Um, also, the US, little USB drives that contain the secret video are really nice in themselves. Yes. They're very cool. They are. Oh,
0: cool. Very cool, and we have to make... We have to do... Like, I'm really excited, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, I'm very excited to see what happens uh, and what, what we do yeah. next and what people are going to do with it because it's going yeah. to be... Uh, I don't know like it it feels like what Andrew was saying. I'm sorry to get belabored about this, but I, I like it it gets me like really excited. We have a way to make whatever we want, and then when you see it come into fruition, it's like so exciting to me to actually see like, oh like I thought we were just fucking around. It's like, oh no, this is real, like this is a real oh my thing God, it's very, very cool
2: um I, we haven't discussed the 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 stuff we saw with the audience yet have we we saw the other day no. in, in Tony's office no I don't I don't there's think some, so it's very cool there's some stuff coming out that's gonna it's just fucking it's I don't even know how to describe it yeah. it's so ludicrous
0: it's it's very I, don't, I, oof. Uh, I also want to uh, kind of double back to something Andrew said where he said um these are the best pictures Jeff has ever taken uh yeah. this is a picture that he took of Gus when we were doing an episode of <laughs> oh, yeah. I think this picture is incredible. We've posted it before. It is. I think That's it's really great. great. <laughs> and he Jeff took this picture and showed it to me and I went, "This is such a good fucking photo. <laughs> what is wrong with you normally?" And he went, "I was a photographer for years." And it Yeah, we've already established
2: he's a great photographer. It's
0: insane that this can happen. <laughs> there's listen there's time to
2: try and there's time not to try i think it's less about when you
3: want to try and more that watching you try and use an iphone camera is
1: is very similar to watching my grandparents try to use it i was gonna say i think the skill is there but it's in the like it's lost in the use of the device so if you take enough photos this is bound to happen yeah, it's no, really You just you, just, you, you need give to take me
2: pictures. You give me a Canon F1 and, <laughs> yeah. and a roll and a, and a roll of Ilford film, and I'll fuck your world up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Flat disc of a phone where everything I touch turns voice activation on, and I'm I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: I'm good to see it. It's happy to see it though. Like, that's great. I feel like it's like the retired athlete. Like, still sinking a three from a distance, like, like you still got it. Like, every the skills are maybe not fully there in the current world that we live in, but it's there. There's something
0: there. There's a root there. Yeah, you're like, uh, you're like Ahmad Rashad, (laughs) like, where you just get him back out there and he can make something happen. But, uh, most of the time, nope. (laughs) Hey, uh, we're gonna, um, we're doing the rock draft tomorrow, right?
2: I believe so. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. I, Are you really? Rock, not rock? Yeah, I really, I really honestly. Fuck you, Gavin. I really Jesus. am. <laughs> Chris, dude, I put so much work. I'd spent over two hours today working on my rock draft, getting it ready. But who and else? I was who laughing ready? the entire time. <laughs> who goes first? You is that what you're about to ask? Well, yeah, like, basically,
3: like, who picks the rock? I think. What do you mean? Well, whoever goes first is clearly picking Dwayne Johnson. I know.
2: Right? No. I, don't, I disagree. I, I, went, I made I certain. Disagree. I'm going to be so bummed if any of you guys pick my rocks. Because I got, I got, did I did a presentation? I'm gonna be serious with you. I I did f- I did f- fucking fun facts for each rock. Like I got uh-huh. a whole thing. So I chose rocks that I don't think you guys will pick purely. That's, yeah. So do we reason.
3: have the ability then? To, yeah, to like display powerpoints? I was gonna share my screen with you all via Discord. I figured. Okay. Fantastic. Try and do some. I I need to still need to come up with three
2: other rocks, but then I'm ready. <laughs> Um you come up with my rock we can
0: we can talk about it. the uh rules of the rock draft when we actually do the rock draft because i feel like that's probably where it's really going to land and it's going to be a while before it's out so there's not really <laughs> yeah, a point yeah. here How, however sense. and andrew i don't want to put you on the spot you said there might be another draft you want to do is that something you want to talk yeah. about here or not i was gonna, sure sure i can talk about okay. it here i was going to explain it to you guys either pre-show or
1: after uh my idea i was thinking about jeff and malls and i was thinking like jeff loves malls and as if jeff was in my town What would what aspect of the mall do I think Jeff would most care about? Mm. Which then made me think like, what if we all drafted like we were malls? Mm -hmm. Like, imagine we're all malls (laughs) and we're drafting mall stores. (gasps) And then whoever has the best mall wins the draw. Like, that's, that's what the audience is voting on. That so is you get,
2: awesome. You get four stores, or five, but maybe not even stores, right? Word, four stores or four uh, yeah, like so. establishments yeah. so, within a mall to make the perfect mall.
0: Is it aspects of the mall, or is it like physical places within the mall?
1: I think it's physical places okay. and I think it's not you can't take like cafeteria like you have to take up like you have to pick like Sbarro
0: it. if you're going to. OK, got it. Okay, yes. Cool. Oh, man. I'm yes.
1: fucking
2: set. I've already so I have two Oh, it's going to be hard to whittle down. Oh, there's so many great.
1: Mall, I, for ugh. me, I, I think there's a clear one one in my opinion of mall places. But that's, you know, it'll be interesting to see oh. as well, because like when I think where is the mall, mall cafeteria,
3: located?
0: anywhere what? it's just it's your mall it doesn't really well, matter. i mean
3: can i, I be understand. bringing in an english chain to my i mall, was then. about yeah, to oh, you ask absolutely that oh, i
0: was about to ask 100 if gavin is gonna end up with a very british mall it's gonna be weird <laughs> like he's gonna go oh yeah uh, chumleys and we're gonna go what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i guess the price of that is like if you you're potentially taking away votes if like a smaller percentage of the audience doesn't know what you're talking about like for me cafeteria uh, New York fries is a Canadian mall staple, but that is a Canadian thing. Like, I don't, I don't expect anyone to hmm. really know that. So am I losing votes by putting that, even though That's
2: in my head that is a definitive mall experience? Uh, I'm going to get working on this immediately. Oh, man. Do you know? <sighs> ah, shit, Andrew. What? <laughs> you just gave me an idea. Oh, no. You just gave me an undoable idea. Oh, no. Does it do? I'm, I'm sitting here. On, <laughs> does it do? I'm sitting here in my head, trying to trying to build, trying to lay my mall out, my four stores, how they would look next to each other. And then I realized mm-hmm. what I need is a tiny town for malls. They should make like Tiny Town, oh. but for mall stores. And then instead of making Christmas and, and Thanksgiving or, or uh, Halloween, you could build your own perfect fucking mall out of ceramic Tiny Towns. Mm. How do I do that? And if you had four, would you line? Would you put them all in a line? Right, or how do you do it? Do you do, like, catty corner? Do you do, like, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, man, I want to build a... Ti- I want a mall tiny town. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? I mean, that probably doesn't exist, but no. do you definitively know? No, like I don't definitively exist. know, but you should look I can't it. imagine it does. No, Eric, can you contact the Department of 56 people and tell them to make tiny town malls?
0: I will do my best to do it. I feel like Andrew is the person that you want doing that. I feel like oh. he has the best success at this thing, but... I will do it for you if you'd like. I well, maybe Andrew would be better. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Eric. What's your percentage this week? Oh, I'm probably up to like a cool 70, 75. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. Hey, I'm feeling pretty that's good. Great. It's like great. Like here's the thing. This isn't like this isn't ankle integrity. Like I think that's important to know. Is that <laughs> this isn't a number that just goes up every week. It, it's just it's a number where I look at what is on my calendar and how things work, and then I like next week. Probably not going to be just based on looking at what I have next week. Probably not going to be uh, right around that number, but we'll, we will
3: see. Because I'm looking at my calendar, and I'm trying to decide which Thursday I want to kick off again about not having um, Nitro. But it seems like maybe not <laughs> yeah. next week. Uh,
0: we can do you can do it next week if you'd like. Um, that yeah, that that should be fine. Next yeah, maybe just be before we rough. start, you just let me know how yeah. it's yeah, absolutely. I'll come in. in. And... We'll start the episode. I'll be like 44, and you're like not this week. But then I go like. Eighty one, and you go, ooh, fucking get him. Uh, that's, that's a good idea. That'll work. Uh, we should wrap up though, because we are. Oh man, I'm sorry. It's you know, quick hour, very quick hour.
2: As quick as dicks. It was pretty, pretty fucking quick. We um, should stop that
3: because I have a reservation at uh, Chumley's at four ten.
2: <laughs> damn, he's fancy. His mall, his mall restaurant takes reservations. <laughs> God damn. I was just gonna go with California Pizza Kitchen. Uh, I should say, uh, on the way out, uh, I'm gonna do a plug. We don't ever do these, but I figure I should. Uh, okay. There's a, a comedy festival in Austin called the Moon Tower Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. It's a it's a big deal in uh, in the comedy world, I guess, in in Austin. Uh, they have it every year. Um, like tons of comedians come for it. It's like a three day. It's like uh it's like I don't know. It's like Woodstock for comedians. Uh, And Rooster Teeth is going to put on a special Rooster Teeth podcast, uh, live uh, ticketed event on April 19th. Nick, when does this episode come out? This day?
1: The 8th, no. The 19th. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're not doing anything at 6 o'clock tonight, if you want to come out... (laughs) To the to the RT podcast, I'm in it because everybody else in the company said no, so I'll be there. And uh, I'd love to see you.
0: Uh, hey, somebody, somebody's listening. And it's just like I gotta go. I, I, I don't have time. I gotta go. Uh, also, want to say you should come to RTX uh, July seventh through 9th. We will have the <laughs> face museum. So oh, yeah, that will be on that. the show floor. You can experience. Well, I don't want to give away the whole list, but. I mean, we can say the porta potty will be there and we can say there, there's going to be a few other things and something you have to see to believe. That's true. I got some
3: stuff I need to give you probably for that. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah we're going to need everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, I have. Uh, for instance, I'm looking at Gavin's uh, guilt basket card. Yep. Mm-hmm. That could go up. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I got Puss <laughs> Puss and Owl yep. Owl right here. I got, uh, got, the, uh, got nice to th-
3: the Thrice to Meet You yep. is hanging on a hook. I can see That's it. That's perfect. Oh. That's a great
2: one. Yep. I haven't even seen that. I got the rock from my backyard. Uh, <laughs> Face rock. Up. Face rock. Oh, speaking of which, I know we're ending, but I saw on something on social media the other day. On I think it was on Reddit. Somebody had a suggestion. You know how pretty soon we're going di- to di- dig our six-foot hole, and then we're going to put mm-hmm. a USB drive of the episode where we talked about digging the hole at the bottom yeah. of it? And that, just that? Somebody said you should put at the, at the, at the bottom and then place the, the USB drive on top of it. You should put a protected by Falcon sign. And I think that's actually a great idea. Ooh. Yeah. Because then you dig that all the fits. way to the bottom and then you see it and you're like, oh shit, I found this USB drive I <laughs> wonder what's on it. Oh, fuck. It's also protected by Falcon. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Here's, here's I, my I'm, only concern, Jeff. <laughs> like, if they're a
1: reasonable person, they would return the USB drive because it's protected mm. by Falcons and they don't want that heat in their life. That's, well, That's almost that's too much of a threat. I am not. I don't want to steal
2: something from a falcon. It's protected by falcons. And listen, maybe they're an Indiana Jones. Maybe they're not scared to fucking throw caution to the wind and, and get chased by a giant boulder. I don't know. <laughs> they put a different USB drive down and swap it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they carefully portion out a tiny bag of sand that's the exact same
0: weight as the USB drive. <laughs>
2: Nick's got a good
3: point. Do you think this, the strumming smell would be gone from the port? Probably by the time it's in the museum. I
0: guess we'll find out. Oh God. Uh, oh, be didn't, you didn't you order some of that? Yeah, so it's not going to be here anytime soon. You can't get it. Like, I'm trying to get it in the U.S. Cannot get it in the U.S. <laughs> it is coming from another country, and so I'll keep everyone updated as it goes. It's also expensive. Oh,
3: For fantastic. gross fish. How much?
0: Oh, it was like 75 bucks for this tin of oh, disgusting tin. of nice disgusting shit. Pit, right? It, like, gross. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for this bit. Yeah, this is going to be... I think. <laughs> Can uh, I say... I think there. Look, I we need to wrap up, but Jeff, I think, will fall to his hubris, and I think it's very exciting to see.
3: Well,
2: it's also going to be, by the sounds of it, in the summer, by the time we do it, it's going to be the worst time ever.
0: <laughs> I have
2: no memory of agreeing to do this bit. I guess I did recently, Are you but serious? So I will shocked. do it. I will do it. I'm not I'm not so opposed to doing it. Too. Yep. Did I? Is that where? I don't know. Yep. I, I can't yeah. I can't remember it, but. You had uh, confidence in your flaps. Your nose flaps. I do. I do have. Fl- I, I'm flexing my flaps right now while we're talking. <laughs> I'm feeling
0: <laughs> so. uh, All right. Wrap up. Let's go. All right.
2: Uh, hey, thanks for listening. And uh, hey, come back next week and we'll do it all again. How's that sound? Huh? All right. Ta-ta. <laughs> huh?
1: I just I real I just realized that I shared my icing thing and you guys did not follow up with anything, I don't think. So I just like exposed oh, my yeah. weirdness. And there was I was on an island of weird. Yep. I'll have something next week. Great! Alright, bye. Bye. Hey guys, Major League
2: fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. This isn't a good first episode. Errol Flynn was a badass. Gavin has a secret Apple. Jeff wants an NBA team in Austin. The boys talk Brahmas. Should we buy Sloppy Joes a new camera? And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of F*** Face.